Learning the second sikha of Parshas Shalach in Chelik Yilches on page 150. This is a sikha on a piece of Gemara in Saita which discusses the names of the Meraglim. The Rebbe here takes a simple little piece of Gemara and explains a very profound approach to what the mistake of the Meraglim was. We know the explanation that the Alter Rebbe gives in Lukutetayra regarding the mistake of the Meraglim. They wanted to stay in the Midbar and have all their time spent in learning Taira, not having to deal with the Gashmias of the world. The Rebbe will bring this Hasber and take it to a whole new level and explain every single detail of this little piece of Gemara, piece by, detail by detail, with a tremendously amazing message of what we can take from the story of the Meraglim. A state in Gemara. It says in the Gemara as follows, Omer Ab Yitzchak, This is a tradition in our hands from our ancestors. Meraglim al Shem Nikro. The names of the Meraglim is based on their actions. However, we only know of one of the names of what the meaning of the name is. And which name is that? Susur ben Michal. What is the meaning of this name? Susur Shasasar Maisov Shalakadish Baruchu. He destroyed Abish's actions. And Mechol Shaasa Atzmei Mach. That he made Hashem to be small. Rabbi Yechenen. Rabbi Yechenen comes and says, Af Onu Naimar. We as well can say, Nachbi Ben Vavsi. The meaning of another name, which is Nachbi Ben Vavsi. Nachbi Shehechbi Dvarav Shalakadish Baruchu. Nachbi means that he covered Hashem's words. And Vafsi means Shepisa Almidaisav Shalakadish Baruchu, that he skipped over Hashem's attributes. So, generally speaking, as Rashi says, and the Rebbe will soon quote in the Sikha and explain all details, but just to give the general explanation here, both names, Susur ben Michal and Nachbi ben Vafsi, are explaining how the, how the Maraglim did not follow Hashem's words that Eretz Yisrael is a good land, and Yidin should enter into Eretz Yisrael, they came back with a negative report, and therefore they destroyed Hashem's plans, Hashem's words, or Hashem's actions, as the Rebbe will explain. But before we get into the details of the name, the Rebbe focuses on the general statement here of Rav, ya- Rav, Yitzchok, Rav Yitzchok and Rav Yechenen. Latin Tarashi, as they also be a day noel ha'achod when it says in the Gemara that we only have one interpretation of one name. What this means is, We only know how to explain one of the names of the Meraglim. So if that's what Rabbi Yitzchak is saying, so then we have to say, As Rabbi So Rabbi Yechenen that also explains an additional name, So he's explaining two names. He disagrees with Rabbi Yitzchak that says that we could only explain one name. However, So we have the following questions here on this Gemara between what Rabbi Yitzchak says and what Rabbi Yechenen says and then some general questions on this whole Gemara here. Aleph number one. What is as a Shvert zu Einteichen al Derech Adrosh? The Maisim from the Miraglim is Eirenemen. Why is it so difficult to explain the names of the Miraglim that it's connected to their actions? Biz as Rabbi Yitzchok and Rabbi Yechenin, Hamdos Gekem Ton Nor Be Einem or the Tzveifen the Idealenemen. 
that Rabbi Yitzchak and Rabbi Yechanan say that they only found it to be possible to explain their names regarding one or two names. It was an indinam in Andish from the God feel an eminent tater, was megafinan of Zayd, Rosh's Chazal. How are these names any different from many, many of the names in the Tater that we find that Chazal explain the meaning of the names? So, shouldn't it be simple or easy enough to find an explanation for the names of all of the Miraglim? MS, and now it's true. We're speaking here about Drush, expounding upon their names and explaining it in a, in a way of Drush, but there are certain rules of how you darshan. You can't, it's not just a free for all to darshan however you wish. However, the fact is that the part of Drush and Teire is a broader approach. When it comes to drosh, it does not have to be precise according to every letter that there is here, that it should all fit perfectly. The idea of drosh is that you can spin it a little bit or change it a little bit in order to create a new pshat in the word. That's what drosh means. There's the famous statement that it says in Svarim, as ein meshivin ala drosh. When someone gives you a drush on something, you can't argue with that. There's no answers because this is the way he's expounding the word. Even if it's not precise, it's accepted according to Taita. But Now the question here is, the Rebbe continues, We clearly find that all the names of the Meraglim are explained. In the Tanchume, there's a drasha explaining each one of their names connected to their actions. So why does the Gemara say that either only one could be explained, or Rabbi Yechonin says a second one could be explained? Bayes, another question here is: What's the main What's the meaning of what Rabbi Yechonin is saying? We as well will say. Rabbi Yechonin doesn't simply dash in another name, but he gives this introduction: Af onu If he's coming to add an explanation of another name, that we can explain two of the names. Rabbi Yitzchak is saying one name. Rabbi Yechelen is coming and saying, no, not one, two. But what is he saying? We as well can say. Since the Gemara says the word Omar before Rabbi Yechenin and not Rabbi Yechenin Omar, the rule always is in the Gemara when it says Omar first, that means it's just a statement being said, not arguing with what was said before. When it says the word Omar after the name, that means that he's responding and arguing to what was said before. So here it says Omar Rabbi Yechenin. It's Mochach, it's clear, Ados is Nit, Apluktitz, Vishen Rabbi Yitzchak and Rabbi Yechenin. There's no argument here. No, Rabbi Yechenin is Blaise Meisif, Evdivrei Rabbi Yitzchak. He's coming to add. Rav Yitzchak darshaned one name, and he darshaned the second. Das is the chayich, the pshata teve, af, af onu noima. That's the simple meaning of when he says af, we as well. Nita kriegt of Rav Yitzchak, ezaknet biyadeinu alu shnayim, as the Rebbe was medayik before, Rav Yechenin didn't say that unlike Rav Yitzchak, I say no, that there's two names to darshan. No, that is meisif adrash, ev nachmi ben vavsi. He's adding, he's adding and saying that you can also explain the name nachmi ben vavsi, but he's not arguing. But the question is, since he is adding another drash and a second name, is it not possible to say that 
Rabbi Yitzchak didn't simply dash in one name. Rabbi Yitzchak says we could only figure out the drasha of one name. And Rabbi Yechanan comes and says, no, we can dash in a second. So isn't it clear that he's arguing? So why does it say, Omar Rabbi Yechanan, Afon Neymar, indicating that there's no machlekes here? Dalet, ve'ikir, and here comes a fundamental question on this entire Gemara. Vibalt, azalsheim, aseim, nikru. Since they were called with these names, even before they went out to Eretz Yisrael as Meraglam, and actually even before Moshe Rabbeinu chose them, these were their names. And this is a tradition. The expression of a tradition means that everybody agrees to this and there's no argument, this is the meaning of their names. So how does Moshe Rabbeinu choose these individuals to be the Meraglam? There is a rule that if you want to know about the character of a person, so you inspect, you, you investigate their character by looking at their name. So why does Moshe Rabbeinu not look at the meanings of their names to know that these people are not fit to be the Miraglim? Hey, final question here is, That at that time the Miraglim that were chosen were Tzadikim. So we understand that the root cause of their behavior and what they did and their plan that they had is something that can be even by tzaddikim. But here, the Gemara is explaining their names, that these were people that uh, destroyed Hashem's actions, they covered Hashem's words. That doesn't sound like a behavior of tzaddikim. So how can we say that at that time when they were chosen, they were tzaddikim? So seemingly, we can answer regarding the second and third question, which focuses on whether Rabbi Yechenen is arguing with Rabbi Yitzchak or is adding to Rabbi Yitzchak. So we can explain as follows. When Rabbi Yitzchak says also that it, it, we have figured out, it came up to us to see and understand only one of the names. What Rabbi Yitzchak is saying is, there was this tradition from our ancestors that the names have a meaning, and it, that tradition of our ancestors didn't reach us only regarding one name. But it's not talking about whether we can figure out Hatadash and all the names. Of course, it's possible to figure out the rest of the names. Rabbi Yitzchak is referring to the tradition. The tradition only reached us regarding one name. Certainly you could, you could figure out how to dash and the other names on our own if we want. On that, Rabbi Yechenen comes and adds, he's not arguing, the tradition he agrees was only one name that was received. But he adds and says, that we as well can say, all that we've received in the tradition is the explanation of one name. We can add and explain an additional name, So he's not arguing. He's just adding that in addition to the tradition that Rabbi Yitzchak is sharing, he's saying that we can also explain another name. But then there's still the question remains, the first question that we ask, which is, why did Rabbi Yechelen only explain one name and not the rest of the names? We, it seems to be possible, and as it's, you see in the Medrash, that all names could be explained. So why did Rabbi Yechelen say that we as well could only dash in one more name? 
And also regarding this entire explanation here, that there's two things here. There's the tradition, there's the Messiah, and for that we only know one name. And then there is the other name that Rabbi Yechenen added. So this entire pshat doesn't really fit into the exact words of the Gemara, and not, it's not the way Rashi explained it. What's the precise words of the Gemara? We have not figured out how to dash in only one name. The Gemara doesn't say, and we have, we, we have this one explanation as a tradition. So the meaning of the words like also means as der echad is Rabbi Yitzchak's drash, also means he figured it out. That's what also means that he he looked and figured out how to darshan. Be a deno, if we were just saying the Gemara that we have in our hands, so that's a tradition okay, that, that, that's handed down from hand to hand or from one generation to the next. But because it says also, that means that Rabbi Yitzchak is saying that we figured out how to darshan one name. So then why is the Gemara saying that it's a Mesiris? What does that mean? So the Rabbi explains, when the Mesiris is given, not as Hashem Maseyem Nikru. The Mesiris was that we had a tradition that all names of Meraglim are connected to their actions. And then Rabbi Yitzchak says, and we figured out one name, how to dash and what this name means. And then Rabbi Yechonah comes and says, there's another name that we can figure out. That's what it seems like the Pshat and the Gemara is. V'chein kosav b'pirish Rashi kanal. That's what Rashi says. The meaning of le'olsa b'yadeinu means ein on a yodim lidrash. Rashi doesn't say the Pshat that was suggested here, that le'olsa b'yadeinu means that we haven't received the tradition regarding only one name. No, but we haven't figured out how to dash in one name. The tradition is only regarding the fact that there's a meaning for these names. If so, the whole question comes back, what's going on over here? Are Rabbi Yitzchak and Rabbi Yechenen arguing or not? Rabbi Yitzchak is saying we only can figure out one name. Rabbi Yechenen is saying we can figure out another name. But then from the language of the Gemara, Rabbi Yechenen Omar, Afon and Neymar, it seems like they're not arguing. So we're back to debate that question. Now the Rebbe will turn to the details of the drushes of these two names. in the Vas meint, to number one, Aleph, what does it mean when it says, Shesosar Maisov Shal HaKadosh Baruch Hu? That's, that Sesur Michal being one of the Meraglim, so he destroyed the Abish's actions. In Vas Zetman, by the Meraglim, as Matsushtert, Maisa HaKadosh Baruch What is it that we see that they destroyed an action, or that the Abish did, or something the Abish created that they destroyed? True, they came and lied, and they said a negative report about Eretz Yisrael, and they stopped Yudin of going into Eretz Yisrael, the Abishter's plan. But what actions of the Abishter did they destroy? Rashi is Mefarish. Rashi explains Sosa Dvorov. They contradicted Hashem's words. Hikchish v'osa soinah shal kodesh baruchu. They contradicted, denied Hashem's promise that the land is good. They became Hashem's enemy. Badoi, they said a lie. Ober, that's Rashi's pshat, but their pirish kemezogin nor loit zayin girsin gemare sosa Dvorov. This is because Rashi has a different version in the Gemara, that it says that not that they destroyed Hashem's actions, they destroyed or contradicted Hashem's words. That's not our version in the Gemara, that they destroyed Hashem's actions. Even if they are contradicting Hashem's promise that the land is a good place, but they're not destroying Hashem's actions. So in our Gears of the Gemara, this needs an explanation. What does it mean that they destroy Hashem's actions? 
The Masha is Mefadish. The Masha explains as follows. As Maisov Shola Kadish Baruchu Da, Zena the Isis, the Nisim, was the Rebishot Ketom, the Yidin, a Rezge Indik from Mitzrayim. The actions refer to all the wonders and miracles that Abish to perform when the Yidin came out of Mitzrayim. On Sasar Maisov, what is the word, what do these words Sasar Maisov mean? Meant Hister Vekisa Oisan Kilen Adayaisan. That the Miraglim, not that they destroyed, but rather they covered these miracles. They ignored all the miracles that Hashem performed, and they didn't believe that Hashem could perform miracles when the Eden are going to come into Eretz Yisrael. So the word hister over here means covered, or sasar is hister, which means covered. That's the Masha's pshat. Over there, Pirish is nitglatik. This, this explanation of the Masha does not fit smoothly into the words of the Gemara. Well, the Lushen is Sasar. The Gemara used the word Sasar. What's the translation? Sishtert. For Lushen Stiras Binyan. Literally, it means to destroy, to demolish, like when you demolish a building. You could see that the Masha is struggling with this and he has to take the word out of the simple meaning. He sort of switches the word from Sasar to Hister, which means to conceal, to cover. And then he explains that it means that he covered. But the Masha does not fit with the simple meaning of the word Sasar, which means that they destroyed Hashem's actions. So we're back to our question. What does it mean that the Meraglim destroyed Hashem's actions? Bez, moving on to the next Piddish, the next name, Af, uh, sorry, Oif Hichbi Dvarav Shalakadosh Baruch Hu Zaktarashi. Nachbi means that he hid Hashem's words. Hichbi Dvarav Voloyamar Kamois Shehein. He hid Hashem's words and he didn't say it as is. Is Nit move on? So the question here is. It's not the words of the Eibishter that they repeated, not the way it was said to them. That's not what they hid. Nor the good sky from land, rather the goodness of the land, is what they did not report properly, and they came and gave a negative report that Yidin shouldn't go into Eretz Yisrael. The Eibishter came and gave the promise and told them that they should go into the good land. Then they saw what they saw themselves, and then they did not give that positive report. But they didn't talk about what they just said. They just didn't give their positive report. So it's not that they hid Hashem's words. They hid and didn't give the proper report of what they saw. So why are we saying, Hichbi Devarav Shalakadosh Baruch Gimel, and then it says, Lahalam, Oif Shepisa, Amidaisav Shalakadosh Baruch Ben Vavsi means that they skipped over. The Yebishter's Midas, the Yebishter's Attributes. They skipped over Hashem's Midas and they didn't put it as is. What is it referring to when it says the Yebishter's Midas? That they skipped over it. And they did not give it over to the Yidin. As they should have. So Rashi doesn't spell out what is it that we're referring to the Yebishter's Midas. The Masha led him, so here the Masha explains, as the Hechbi on Pisa, when it says that they hid Hashem's words, they skipped over Hashem's uh, attributes. Doesn't mean, as Rashi says, that they did not give over the Abish's words as is, now rather, as by Im Gufiz given, Hechbi Dvarav Shalakadish Baruchu. But regarding themselves, the Abish's words were hidden from them, meaning they did not themselves believe in Hashem's promise. By Im Alein, Zanigaven Far Bahalten, the says that Atnit Gigloip did aid from Abishin Shehead Allah Oresh Shehetoiva. They did not accept, they hid from themselves 
the words of the Eibishter that the land is a good land. They, or him, Nachbi Ben Vavsi himself, did not believe, he skipped over and did not believe Hashem's Midah, which is to give a good reward for those that believe in Hashem and therefore the Ebesher would perform miracles for them. That's what the Gemara means. So it's referring to the Meraglim themselves, their, their lack of Amunah and the Ebeshter. But according to the Marshal's Pshat, the question is, what's the chiluk? So why is there a difference here? Was benigayet to dvarav shel Hakadosh Baruch Hu regarding Hashem's words is given hechbi nachbi to hid Hashem's words. On benigayet midaisav shel Hakadosh Baruch Hu and regarding Hashem's attributes pisa vavsi that they skipped over it. V'chayre haben zei beid the loyten pirush hamashadim zelden teichen shleihanen. The Masha says it both means the same thing, that they did not believe in Hashem's promise. So why does it say Hechbi and then Vafsi if they both mean the exact same thing, that they did not believe? So those are the questions here in this Gemara. We have many questions here, both on the general structure of the Gemara between Rabbi Yitzchak and Rabbi Yechen, and are they arguing, are they not arguing? And regarding all the details of the names in Rashi and even in the Masha, it's not very clear how to explain this in the simple words of the Gemara. So the point of the explanation of all of this is as follows. That we only have one name to explain. His intention is as follows. Not that we have no idea how to explain the other names. As the Rebbe pointed out in the Medrash, all names are explained. Nor as the Drash, the Limud, explaining and the lesson that we take from this. Was Limud The point of the lesson is that we should apply it in action. If the Andere, Shemis Meraglim, regarding the rest of the names of the Meraglim, is like also Biadeinu, Brengt Nit Uns It's not something that we have in our hands, meaning it not, does not apply to us. The message of the other names does not relate to us. What the lesson that we have to take from the other names, yes, there are Pirushim in the Medrash. However, the lessons of the other names of the Menaglim only pertain to them and not to us. There's one name that's relevant to us. The Drashis from the Andarish Shemis Hamaraglim is that in Egea, Nartsu, and in the Avedif and Avisenu. The meaning of their names, which explains their actions and the mistake that they made, is relevant to our ancestors, to them. Their level of what they, how they were serving Hashem. They had to be careful and be forewarned of all the various different aspects of the mistakes that brought the Meraglim to what they did. That's hinted in the other names. That's expressed in the other names. But for us, in our hands, what's relevant to us is There's only one name, there's only one message that we can learn from this one name that's relevant. There's only one message that we have to take from this one name. That we should not make the same mistake of destroying Hashem's actions. That's the only message that's relevant to us, which the Rebbe will explain soon in the Sikha. What is this one point that's relevant to us that we learn only from this name? So that's what the Gemara means. Like also be a Deinu El Echad. There was a Mesodes Mavisena be a Deinu to explain all names. But 
then there was one name that Rabbi Yitzchak said, we can figure out how it applies and it's relevant for us. Just one of them. The rest of the names, yes, are Pirushim, but they're not relevant to us in our times. We have a different kind of Aveda than our ancestors had. So to that, Rabbi Yechenon adds, he's not arguing, but he's adding, that we can explain the name Nachbi Ben Vavsi, and what he's adding is as follows. Yes, it's true, the name and the meaning of the name, in the way it applied to our ancestors, so there's only one message that is equal the way it was by our ancestors, and it also applies to us as well. That one message, Rabbi Yechelen agrees to Rabbi Yitzchak, that there's only one name with one message that's equal to the Abisenu and to us. But then there's another name that we could expound and explain of the name Nachbi Ben And this name also has a message to us, but the message that we can take from this name Nachbi Ben is not the same message and it's not the same way as our ancestors have to take the message of the meaning of this name. The way our, our ancestors applied the meaning and the message of this name does not relate to us. We can take a meaning of this name and apply it to our Aveda, which is different than the way it was Avesenu. The way it applies to us. So that, that's the meaning of Af'onu. Af'onu meaning, I agree to Rabbi Yitzchak, that to explain the names of the Menaglim, that it should be a message of the way it was by Avisenu, and that very same message applied to us, there's only one name, only one message. But then there's an additional message that we can take from Nachbi Ben Vavsi, although it's not the same as our ancestors explained it, to them it's relevant in one way, and to us it has relevance in a completely different net way, but Afonu Naima, this name also has a message to us, although it's different from the way it was applied by our ancestors. This is the general outline of how to explain this Gemara. So Rabbi Yitzchak and Rabbi, Rabbi Yechenon are not arguing. Rabbi Yechenon is adding another name that's relevant to us. Now, the specific meaning of these two names and exactly what they're saying will be explained. But the Rabbi here gives an introduction. First, we need to understand what exactly was the root of the mistake of the miraculum. We'll understand all this by first introducing what is explained in many places. As their mocker from Chetam Araglam is given to us, for they have not given a race game from their say that Achaim in Midbar and Kumen and Eretz Yisrael. The source of their mistake was not that they simply did not want to listen to the Eibushter and they didn't want to go and enter, enter into Eretz Yisrael because they were afraid. No, rather they did not want to leave the lifestyle, the very Ruchni is the lifestyle they had in the Midbar, and enter into Eretz Yisrael, an Eretz Neshev, a settled land. They were told what's going to be when they come into Eretz Yisrael. They're going to have to work, plant, to plow and plant. They'll have to be occupied with the material needs of the world and working in the field. And that's what they did not want. They wanted to remain in the Midbar, in a place where they're surrounded by the Ananiya COVID and sit and learn Torah all day and all night. The way it's explained in Lakut Teireh and Chesidus, 
Sie haben nicht gewollt erobnen von Eilam HaMachshave. They didn't want to descend from the place where they were in, in the Midbar, which is Eilam HaMachshave, a deeper, more spiritual world, Machshave. Und in Eilam HaDibur, in the world of Dibur, which is more external, communicated and expressed outwardly. Und befrat in Eilam HaMachshave. Specifically, they did not want to come down into a world of action, into Eretz Yisrael, where they have to do the actions of the mitzvahs in the land, and so on. In Avedis Hashem Gufa, Regarding Avedis Hashem, so there are two components, and here is what their focus was. Is thus the chiluk zvishin teire umitzvus, their lifestyle in the midbar, and their lifestyle in Eretz Yisrael, that would be, is generally speaking the difference between spending most of your time learning teire, or in doing the physical, the mitzvus in the physical world. Teire is hichachmas chamobinaschem, teire is wisdom. Limud, Bavone, Vasage, Vseichel, Machshove, learning, understanding in your mind. Part of Limud Atayr is also to verbally say the words of Tayr, that's part of the mitzvah. So that's the world of Machshove and Dibur. Mitzvahs is in Yon and Maise. Mitzvahs are all fulfilled, or most of them are fulfilled in action. So that's what mitzvahs pertain to, the world of action. So they wanted to remain in the midbar with the Iker Eisik for Yidin is given limited Teireh. Their main occupation all day was sitting and learning Teireh. Entering Eretz Yisrael, their main occupation will be in the actions of the mitzvahs. That's what they did not want. They wanted to experience and continue living with their Ruchni Zegah of learning Teireh and being separated from the Gashmis of the world in the midbar. Aber, however, their mistake was loya medrishiker ela maisa. This kind of aveda of sitting and learning Torah all day is not the main purpose. Rather, the main purpose is the action, the mitzvahs. The kavanah from the bria is lasus leizvarach The purpose of creation is to create a dwelling for Hashem here below, in the lowest elements of existence. On does vert evgetam beiket durch der aveda durch aveda betachtainem maisa mitzvus in the dvarim gashmiyim. So therefore, this is achieved through fulfilling the physical mitzvus with physical objects, the actions of the mitzvus. That's the main purpose of creation. That was their mistake. This is the general explanation that's explained in Lukot Teira and in other places regarding the mistake of the miragla. Now that ever takes this to a different level. However, even this explanation is still difficult to understand. Since the Miraglim, it says at that time were Kshayim, they were Tzadikim. How do they make such a fundamental mistake as Medarf Nutabim, the Aveda from Maisa Mitzvahs? That it's not necessary to do Mitzvahs, they'll remain in the Midbar, learn Tayyid day and night. No need for mitzvahs. How do they make such a fundamental mistake? So yeah, I mean, this explanation, look at the Teira, explains how they weren't Rishayim, that were just afraid and didn't believe in Hashem and didn't want to enter into Eretz Yisrael. It explains their mistake in a more Ruchni is like a deeper level. But still, there's a very fundamental mistake here that they made. Everyone knows that the main kavan is the Maisa mitzvahs to make a dira b'tachtainim. How did the Meraglim not see this? So therefore, what we must say here is as follows. They were well aware that there has to be action. The action is the main focus. However, their opinion was, The actions of the mitzvah is necessary. It can also be fulfilled and it's enough the way it's being done in the midbar. 
But a meichel midbar up mekayim given kama v'kama mitzvus. Even in the midbar, they have done, they did many mitzvus. And asayach mekayim given binyani yadashus them kol masecha l'shem shemayim. And also they fulfilled in the midbar even regarding the things that are your your own personal things that you do. That are, even your actions, your actions should all be for the sake of heaven. So they had that in the midbar as well to some extent. As muzab and itzayin difanuminkait in maise. In However, it's not necessary to take this to the extent of the way it will be when they enter into Eretz Yisrael, where their full focus is going to be to do the actions of the mitzvahs in the land to that degree that they weren't ready for. That, they said, is not necessary. Yeah, the main thing is the action. So even here in, our, in, the, in the Midbar, we can fulfill these mitzvahs. That was their mistake. So they, were, they didn't uh, make the mistake to not at all believe in the whole union of doing mitzvahs. But the extent of it, as the Rebbe will here explain. The beer in them, the explanation here is as follows. So let's take a closer look at this lotion of the Mishnah, Loya Medrish Iker Ela Maisa. The Pnimi is a Gipshat in Loya Medrish Iker Ela Maisa. When it says that Medrish, the learning, is not the main thing, but rather the main purpose is the action. Is Nid, it does not only mean nor as is Darvzayin, Sai Talmud and Sai Maisa. So you have the two different components, two different aspects of serving Hashem. You can serve Hashem with Talmud, with learning, using your Seichel to learn. And then there's action. There's the things that you have to do, the mitzvahs. Als Bazundri and Now you can look at them as two different things, two separate things. Each one that's being done by different kaiches of the person. Und von Zeibeide is Maisa Deikin. And between the, these two, which one is more important? Which one is more significant? Which one is the more of a uh, purpose? Maisa is more important than, than Medrash. So you have Medrash for itself, which could be fulfilled by Shlemus. Then you have Maisa for itself, that could be fulfilled by Shlemus. Between the two of them, Maisa is more important. That's not, this, that's not the pshat of this Mishnah. That's the simple pshat, but there's a much deeper pshat here. Nor rather, what this Mishnah is saying is, as the Iker from Klolos Avedis Hashem, is as does a lot of common in Maisa. The, what's the primary focus of everything that a person is doing in serving Hashem, including his learning? The Iker of his learning itself, the Seist Oichem Medrash Atzmai, the main thing of everything you're doing, including your learning, is Maisa, when it leads to Maisa. We're not just looking at Maisa separately and saying that Maisa has a certain advantage over Talmud. No, the, the advantage of Maisa is relevant and significant for everything, for Talmud itself, for the learning itself, if it's lacking the action, so then you're missing the Iker even of the Talmud, even of your learning as well. To say this in different words, so to look at it in a broader sense, when we talk about Medrish versus Maisa, what does Medrish really include? Those ways of serving the Maisa, where a person is removed and separated from the world and the actions in the world. That's what Medrish is. It doesn't only refer to learning, but it means when a person is separated and serving Hashem on a more Ruchni is the level, connecting to the Ebishter, not within the physical world. The only reason, what's the real purpose of all of the learning and all of that part of a person's Aveda where he's removed of the world? The purpose of that itself is in that it should have an impact and it should lead and come to action. The greatness of learning Torah, God of Talmud. Why is Talmud great? Only because it brings to action. So we see that it's not two separate things, Talmud and Maisa. The greatness 
of Talmud itself is because it leads to Maisa. So that's also the Pshat in Loya Medrish Ike Ela Maisa, that the Ikir of Medrish is the fact that it brings to Maisa. That's the real Pshat, that's the deeper Pshat in this Mishnah. Nor, now, however, the fact that the Ikir of Talmud itself is Maisa, what does this mean? Why is the Ikir of Talmud Maisa? Why can't we separate the two and say, Talmud is Talmud, I could be learning a sugya and I could understand it fully, whether it's relevant or leads to action or relates to action, doesn't matter. And then there's another part of Ma'avedis Hashem, the actions, the mitzvahs that I do, that's a totally different thing. But here we're saying, no, the Shlemus and the Iker of Maise, of the Talmud that is itself, is the fact that it's connected or that it leads to action. Why is it so? So here there are three different ways of how to explain this. And then Talmud Mevlu De Maise, the fact that a person's learning leads to action, and these two things are connected, there are three different approaches of how to explain this on three different levels of why this is. Aleph, the first and basic approach is, Maise is that even Abaychin, as the Talmud was brankly, they Maise is via Darf sign. It's the action. In other words, if it's something that is applicable, that's the measuring stick to see that you're thinking, the theory, the learning that you have is, is real, is true. Which means as follows. Mitzad, the Rachvus from Seichel, in the world of ideas, when a person is learning a sugi and teira, and he has a svara this way, a svara the other way, so because in the world of ideas, you can have all kinds of theories and all kinds of approaches, so therefore, you never know which approach is really correct. On the afchana, so to know which approach is the correct approach and which approach is flawed, what's the evanah beichem for this? If there is a certain svara that is the psaktin, it, it could be applied. It's not just a theory. It's not just true in the world of theory that I have a certain idea, a certain approach, but it's something that could actually be applied. That's the evan abaychen. That's the indication that this, that this is a svara that holds water and can all the way be applied to action. In Pashat Verte, when the stimmt mit dem Sagdin, was steht in Mishnah Cholush Shochanarach, Dvaravai Zoalache. If a Svara that you say is fitting with what it says in Shochanarach, and therefore it could actually be applied, you're not Stam saying a theory that it's a certain Svara in Taita, but it's something that could be applied, so then that's the Evan Abaychen, that it's not a flawed idea, but it's a real idea according to Taita, it's a true idea. So in other words, we're talking about all in the world of, of Seichel, all in the world of Limadat Taita. And there, in the world of Limadat Taita Gufa, only if it's something that could be applied, then we know that this svara is not a flawed svara, that it's a, that it's correct, it's a correct idea, it's a correct psak. The Rebbe applies this also, regarding Aveda, as the Rebbe said before, when we talk about Medrash, we're not just talking about learning, but we're talking more broadly about all of a person's Aveda that's removed of the world, the Moruchni, the Ruchni is the Gaveda of the person. So the Echoche, as a hasbainus, when a person is thinking, contemplating Ladugma, what? In Adam, thinking about the greatness of the Abishtar and how small and insignificant a person is, is Mitanemis. How do you know that it really touched you? That it's for real. And it's not just something you're thinking about that's meaningless to you. When do you see that it's for real? Is when the Yisbainus break mit sich in Aveda If this as 
is actually going to lead. It's something that has a practical application. So then it means it's real. If you're thinking about something and you think that you're excited about something or the greatness of the Abishar, but it doesn't actually move you to action. It doesn't change you. It doesn't affect you. So then it's not for real. You didn't really relate to this. You're thinking about it, but it hasn't really touched you. Where do you see? What's the indication that it actually moved you if you, if you move to action? So therefore, even in the world of this Aveda, of Ruchnis, yeah, Ruchnis is a Gaveda. But if you want to have a simon to know that it's for real, so let's see if it leads to action. That's one shot in Talmud, Medele de Maise. The Maise, if it, le- if it could lead to action, is an indication whether your Talmud is a real Talmud or it's not just a flawed kind of a Talmud. Bayes, another and deeper approach in understanding how Maise is relevant for the Talmud. For the experience of the learning or the Ruchni Zagaveda. The Shleimus from Talmud. There's an additional level in your learning. There's an additional depth and a higher level of learning that will come is that happens through action. The action, the fact that it's something which leads to action, is going to add in the depth of your learning. It brings your learning to a different level. In other words, not only like in the first way that it's a simon that your learning is not flawed and that it's correct, it could be applied, but when something is important to you because you need to apply it, so it will actually bring you to a deeper level in learning. And you see this very simply When a person has all kinds of ideas and theories and pshatim and svaris and, 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 and anything he's learning and he wants to figure out so which one is correct. On. And why does he have to figure out? Sometimes you just leave it as is. You learn a sugya. And there's the swara like this, the swara like that. And it's all true. It's all part of Teda. But then sometimes you have to actually figure out the psaktin. And why? Well, this is You're learning with the intention to actually apply it. You want to actually know the halacha b'poyal. You're going to have to go over the sugya again, see it from a deeper level to actually end up with our conclusion, seeing who the Allah is like or how we pass him. So when a person is actually going to be applying it, this brings you to a deeper level of learning. So it's not only that the maise, the fact that you could apply it, means, and it's an indication that your learning is correct, and that the seichel, your learning is not just a theory, but if it's something that's actually now relevant for you, you need to apply it right now, you need to know what the din is, you're going to be forced to learn it on a deeper level. Since over here the person is not just in the world of theory, over here the person is not just using Meiser as a barometer to know whether his seichel is flawed or whether his seichel is correct, but he needs to actually apply it now. So he needs to know the actual halacha. If you're learning with that approach, you need to actually apply it, you're going to find yourself learning on an actual deeper level than you would be otherwise when you would still be learning a sugya. So this shows that the, the world of action, when it has to be applied, affects the depth of your learning itself. So therefore it said, Talmud Godel, Talmud the greatness of learning Taita is the fact that it leads to action. So what does this mean? So this means that not only is the fact that it could be applied, an indication that your learning is not flawed, that your learning is correct, not as Maise, if you're actually learning with the intent to apply it, and you need to apply this right now, this brings you to a deeper level of learning. You have to learn to actually see the Psaktin. 
was das ist verbunden, damit, was Meister ruft heraus, Godless and Talmud. That's what Chazal mean when they say, Godl Talmud. Godl Talmud doesn't only mean that Talmud is greater than action, because Talmud leads to action, but it actually brings a deeper level in your learning, a Godless in the Talmud, because you have to apply it. So that's another chat. This is another approach explaining how the Meister is relevant for the Talmud. When you have to actually apply it, it brings you to a deeper understanding, a deeper level of learning. However, in both of these explanations of how the action is relevant for the learning, is the Adgoshe in the Minyan Talmud What are we emphasizing here? What are we talking about? Your learning and the level of your learning. Whether the fact that it could be applied is an indication that your learning is proper and, and correct, or that the fact that you need to apply it now is going to force you to learn on a deeper level. Okay, so this is all regarding the level of your learning. In the Mashtunaifin is nit the in the first way that we explain that action is just a uh, used as an indication that your learning is not flawed. So the actual application to actually apply it, that's not relevant here. We're not talking about a person that's learning with the intention to actually apply something now. It's all within the world of the Seichel, which means the Psakdin, the Bechein, Funder is Bainanus, within the world of Seichel. So, there, if a person wants to have the measuring stick to know if what he's learning is correct, he has to measure and, and, and judge and see could this be applied? Could it be used? Is there a Bechein here? Is there something that moves me? So this is all within the world of the inspiration, within the world of the isbayanus, within the world of learning. So you have to have that measuring stick to know if it's real. That's the first way. Or in the second way, I fill in the tzveitenleifen. In the second way that we said that action adds a shleimus, it brings your learning to a deeper level. So here we're talking about someone that's learning and he actually needs to apply it. And because he needs to apply it, so now it brings him to a deeper learning. How do I apply it? Is this actually true? And that forces him, the fact that he's going to transition from the world of ideas to the world of action, which is more specific and concrete. So this forces him also to go back to the seichel, and it should be more concrete and on a more deeper, accurate level. So over here, it's talking about Maise Bepoyal influencing the world of your seichel. It is a benod and that nor does as Maise bring Schleimus and Talmud. It's the fact that action that you have to apply is going to add to the depth of your learning. That because you need to apply it, so the world of action will then influence the world of your thinking to think on a deeper level. But in the However, we're not talking about the Maila of Talmud being expressed in the action itself. The action itself is separate from the Talmud. There's the world of learning, there's the world of Aveda, which is Ruchnius, and then there's the world of action. These are two separate worlds that are unrelated to each other. Elamai, one affects the other, whether one is an indication on the other within the world of Seichel Gufa, or whether the, uh, the world of Maisa Bepoyal could have an impact on the depth of your learning, so one influences the other, but there's still two completely separate worlds. The world of Maise on its own is a world of action. It's not the world of Talmud. That's these two explanations. But then we come to a deeper explanation, which is the ultimate purpose. Then you have a deeper approach. Gimel, the third approach of what this means, that Talmud and Maise are related to each other. That Talmud, maybe when we say that the learning 
leads to action, viet is nitzalib talmud, not for the purpose of your learning, that your learning should be on a proper level, nor tzalib maisa that your learning, whatever inspiration and whatever level there is in your learning is extended out and is coming into the world of action in itself. So he brings down, he's able to carry down the same level of inspiration, the same level of connection or understanding that exists within the world of ideas, within the world of his Aveda, over there, in him art from and He extends it down and connects together the world of ideas and the world of actions that they become all one. It becomes all one and the same. Even when he's in the world of action, whatever he is that he's doing, is the mensch durchgenommen mit Seichel, he's permeated with the same inspiration and with the same clarity that he had in the world of Seichel, das ist ein Meise von einem Menschen, was bei ihm ist Teikif Eira Seichel begoli. The same clarity and the same approach and the same inspiration that exists in the world of ideas or in that level of his Aveda which is removed of action is brought out and is extended and is connected to the world of action mitzadatzma that the world of action should be fully one with the world of your seichel that the two become one and the same the Talmud and the Maise come to be one and on the same level in other words not that Maise is a separate world Talmud is another world, and we use Maise as the barometer for Talmud, or we use Maise to bring you to a deeper level of Talmud. The Talmud extends out and unites the Maise that the bo- they both become one and the same, that the same light that there is and the same inspiration that exists in the world of Talmud comes out into the world of Maise. That's the ultimate kavana of the idea of Talmud Mevlade Maise or Loya Medrashikir Ela Maise. So now that Rebbe will explain, that Rebbe will focus here on this last oifim more specifically and explain how this is possible. Vi can Talmud, So how is this possible? That Talmud, which refers to the, per- the experience of a person learning, using his mind and understanding, or the Ruchni is the Ga'aveda of his Bainanus, how could that be with the same exact intensity and the same exact level when a person is in the world of action? The world of action is very far from the world of Seichel. So yes, both are important components in Avedis Hashem, but they're very far from each other. Even if you'll say that one can influence the other, as the, as the Rebbe explained in the first two Eifanen, but to say that the very same level of uh, a connection and approach that there is in the world of Seichel, that that extends out and is applied and is there in the world of action. Action is action, and seichel is seichel. What's the connection between them? So the explanation here is as follows: Is that in Yim the point there is when Ayid leaked in Talmud not an anayfin chitzani. If your experience of learning is external, and when the Rebbe says external, the Rebbe explains immediately what he means. The Rebbe doesn't mean external in the simple sense that it's just external, that it's meaningless to you. External means, was nitzat chitzaini is anefesh, is yadakayach mugbul in zayin art. Chitzaini is in this context means that a person has, his nefesh has, all different kinds of kayaches. You have your kayach haseichel, your kayach hamidais, your kayach hamaisa, kayach hadibor, and so on. That's chitzaini is anefesh, because that's already the level of the nefesh where it comes out of its source and it's divided in specific kaiches of each one having its own function in its own place. So when you're learning, so you're using your kaiach 
fully involved and understanding, so you could be learning in a very, very deep and powerful way. But that's still called Chetzayni and Nefesh. Because you're just learning with the, with the Chelek HaSeichel of your Nefesh. So then what happens is, is Yede Koyach Mugbul in Zainart. Every Koyach that the gives you in your part of the Nefesh that it has and that function is limited to its experience of where it is. Seichel in Mayach. Seichel is an experience of a person's mind. Midis and Lev. A person's feelings are in his heart. Maisin, Yedayim, the actions with your hand. It's the different organs in the body because it's completely different experiences of the person. Different parts of the Nefesh. There's a person of action. There's a time of action. There's a time of thinking, of learning, a time of feeling. Totally different experiences. Different parts of the Nefesh. So Dan, if that's the person's approach to his learning... It's impossible to say that the same connection and the same level of oil that there is in, uh, in Seichel is there in Maisa as well. What's the connection between Maisa and Seichel? There's a huge distance between Seichel and action. So when he's involved in his learning in the world of ideas to understand with Svaris, so then, action, the world of action, which is much lower than the world of thinking and ideas, has no place by such a person. You see sometimes two people, one person is in the world of Seichel, by him everything is a theory and an idea, and another person which is very action-oriented, these two people can't have a conversation. It's two totally different worlds. What's the connection? Seidenor in dem Prat was Meise Gitzu in Talmud. If there's something in the world of action that will contribute to the world of, of ideas, of Seichel, so then Maise can influence the Talmud. As the Rebbe explained in the first two ways, how Maise itself adds a depth to the world of Talmud. So, but this is all when Talmud has its function, Maise has its function, Chitzainius and Nefesh, when you're involved in it only on that level of, of your learning that's related to that Koyach. Ober, however... When a person is involved in his learning beyond the seichel, with the, with, his, with the essence of his soul. His learning, the seichel, is not just a seichel. The seichel is an opening to draw in the t- entire being, the entire entity of the person into this. Dam is the chayach tzizogin as esizdam or benafshay versus bistir tzizain chachma. So then you can't say that there's another part of the person's kaiches that is not part of this, or that's even a contradiction or far from this. In dem oif on in dem oifin is nit narvas talmud virktef ma'ase. So we hear it's not only that the talmud that his experience of learning will influence his actions, but the tzu is genok the achlata. For, the, for the, what you learn to have an influence on your actions, you only need primarily the, the resolution, which is the netzach v'hoid, the labar megufa, the derbechein. You need that netzach and hoid, which is actually outside of the main kaiches of a person, to have that final resolution to do it. You don't even need the actual world of ideas itself to influence the action. It's just the bechein that influences the action. So we're not talking about that. Not only that it influences, no nochmer, they can enzyme bevasachas. If a person gets drawn into the seichel with the pnimius of his nefesh, the seichel is opening him up to the very essence of the, the person being connected to what he's learning, so then the full person is involved in this. So therefore, no nochmer, they can enzyme bevasachas. You could have the involvement of the seichel and all the kaiches, including even the action, all at once. That 
the strength and the power of his connection there is in the world of Seichel doesn't get minimized when it's applied in action. Because it's not just Seichel. The Seichel is really just the opening to a much deeper connection of the essence of the person, and therefore that essence is the essence of every part of the person. It's the essence of the Seichel, of his Midas, and even of his Maiseh. The Lashna Chsidis, the language that's used in Chsidis regarding this concept, Mitzad Meichen de Gadlos, Etzema Meichen, the real source of Meichen, which is not just understanding, but Meichen is the ability of a person to be open to a, a fresh new approach that completely envelops the person. So when you have Meichen de Gadlos, Kumtan de Eira Seichel, Kemoi Shehu, in Ala Keiches, Vizezenen, Bin Mekaimam, Bizen Maise. So here, so you have the, the Meichen itself, the Eira Seichel with its full intensity, and it reaches into Maise in its place in Maise. Two totally seemingly opposites, both the intensity of the world of Seichel, and at the same time the full extent of the lowest extent of Maise, and they both come together at the same time. That's the Chiddush of this kind of connection, Meichen the Godless, when a person is connecting, his very essence is connecting to something, and it's not just an understanding of something, but the understanding is really opening him up to connecting with his essence. So then the whole person is in this. With this we could explain very gishmak and well the wording that the Rambam says regarding a Chacham. Just as a Chacham is noticeable with his wisdom, in the same way, so too a Chacham has to be noticeable in his behavior, in his actions, in his eating, and so on. The Rambam uses the expression Kishain Kach. So the Rebbe now says that in a Chachma Mitosa is a true wise man means as follows: As Chachme Vert Zan Ganze Mohos. The Chachme is becomes his whole identity. It's not just one function of the world of Chachma, but this opens him up entirely. It envelops the whole person. As Chachme Vert Zan Ganze Mohos Azoi As Dosva said is a Chacham is Nikir in Alle Zayne and Yana VeKoyches and themselves Benayfin. Kishem Cholukach. The Rambam uses the expression Kishem Kach. Not only that, that your Chachme can have a certain impact on your behavior, but it's the very same intensity of Chachme that's there and present in your actions. Because it's not about Chachme, it's not about Maise, it's deeper. It's your very identity, it's your very essence, and therefore they're present, that essence is present both in the actions as much as it is in the Chachme. Even when he's involved in his actions. Seemingly, it's much lower. It's very removed of a person's wisdom. Is You see in the person the same exact strength. And the Rebbe clarifies. We're not talking about only a Chacham. That his actions are influenced by the ideas that he has. The Einzach ver Bavirik von Atzveite, like two different worlds, two different entities, or two different kaiches in the person, and one influences the other. Because Dan is eines askos bemaisav beisar is biyiridet von chachmosay. So then, when he's involved in the world of action, which is very far and very low from the world of ideas, or bemele as er is demot nita zay muvdol mishara am viyeriz asid bechachmosay. So then he's not going to be the same Chacham with the same intensity and the same level as it is when he is in his learning, in his Chacham. Because Maise is being influenced by his Chacham, but it's still a different world. It's much lower than his Chacham. That's not what we're talking about. The Rambam is saying, Kishem Kach, which means, Nardi Zelbe Havdala Mishara Am, Vizayin Havdala 
from Zayin Be'ez Eskai B'chachmasai B'de'yesav, the very same level that he has in his Chachmah, that very same level is there in his Maisa, because the Chachmah and the Maisa became one, it's his essence. Weil wenn der Chachmah ist ein ganzer Mohus, is euch, wenn er is in Maisa, weil wenn der Chachmah ist ein ganzer Mohus, is euch, wenn er is in Maisa, bleibt er B'dargasai B'chachmasai, if this became his entire identity, so therefore, that very same inspiration, that very same level that he has in his Chachme is present with his fullest extent in the Maisa as well. This is the ultimate purpose of what Chazal tells us, that the real Medrash, the real experience of learning is when the learning grabs your whole essence. And then it comes out, it, it, it gets extended into the world of Maisa, and Chachma and Maisa become one and the same, and you could have the same inspiration within the world of Maisa Gufa, there it has the same Koyach of Chachma. So now we come back to the Miraglim. What was the mistake of the Miraglim? Yeshloima, so we can say, as the Shaydesh from Anhagas HaMiraglim, is Nitvaziyab Nitgevalt Maisa Bechlal. The root of their mistake, as the Rebbe already said before, is not that they weren't interested in the fulfillment of mitzvahs and action at all. Can't say that. Nor was by Zayat gefällt tachlis hashleimos in Zayat Talmud Gufa. The root of their mistake is in their approach of their learning. They wanted to remain in the Midbar in learning Taita if they would have really understood the proper approach to learning, so then they would have understood that the deepest and proper approach of learning itself demands that it should come out and be there present in action as well. So the root of their mistake is not regarding Maisa. The root of their mistake is within their approach of learning itself. Deir Midbar is in Yanei Taita. The generation of the Midbar is all about learning Taita. Deir Deir, they're referred to as the Deir of the knowledge, of learning. In Midbar, so they were in the Midbar with the limit of Teres, with Tachlis Hashlemus. They learned Teres on the highest level. By the Miraglim is of a Nidgeven, the Tachlis Hashlemus, and the Rinyin from Talmud, Mevile de Maisa. They, however, did not have the real Shlemus of learning, which is that the learning has to lead to action. The Hechsta Eifen Anal, which refers to the highest level of what this means, as Mitzad Meichen de Gadlus. When you have the real learning, the real level of learning, when it becomes your whole entity, it becomes the very essence of the person. So then, because it's your essence, it's not limited to one function, it's not limited to Chachma. comes down in Maisa with the same intensity as the world of Talmud. That's the level that the Meraglim made a mistake that they did not have. As Eich when the mentions in Maisa, even in the world of uh, Maisa, it remains with the same strength. So therefore, they also understood that Talmud has to lead to action, has to influence your action, but it was only they didn't appreciate what it means that we're going to completely leave the world of Talmud and we're going to come to a world of action and that there's any significance to the world of action as it is to itself, separated from the world of Talmud, from the world of being separated in the Midbar. That they didn't understand. Rather, nor the in that Eifim von Maise, wie das ist, in Midbar Gufe. They appreciated how Maise could contribute to the depth of the Talmud all within the world of Talmud itself. This meant Maise als Oiftu in Teire Talmud Kanasivov. 
The first two ways that the Rebbe said that the Maise is used as an Evan Abaychen for your Talmud to know that Yitzvah is correct, that your Aveda is, is real, that it's really moving you, or that if it's relevant for Maise, so it brings your level of learning to a deeper level, it, it adds and it, it, it brings it to a deeper Shleimus of learning, but all the world of Maise as it contributes to your learning. How about the world of Maise Mitzadatzma, separated from your learning? The world of Maise Mitzadatzma? What does Maise have to do with Talmud? Two completely separate worlds. Therefore, the Miraglim did not agree to entering into a place of Maise Mitzadatzma, where you're going to have occupation of Maise separated from the learning. But if you come to the deepest level of what Talmud and Maise means, that God Talmud shall never die in Maise, which means that you have to extend the same takeoff of inspiration of Talmud into the world of Maise. Why? Because it's all one essence, and therefore the two come together, so then you're able to take the full takeoff of the Talmud and bring it down fully into the world of Maise as it is, because really it's all one and the same. It all extends and brings down the, the Talmud into the world of Maise Gufa. That's the level that the Meraglim did not appreciate. Pianal, so now based on this, Asibas, the cause and their mistake starts not because they had an opposition to, the, to action, to the, to the necessity of doing mitzvahs. They did not have the full and deepest level within their learning, in their connection, if even in their mayach, if, they would have, if their learning would have been proper with the full essence, then it would have enveloped them fully. It would have, Maise would be part of that. That's where their mistake starts. But in Fashtein, this gives us a deeper understanding. The Maime from Rabbi Yitzchak, also be a deino, ela echad v'cholo. Rabbi Yitzchak says that we only can take one message from the names of the Miraglim. And the explanation is as follows. In the data Sarishainim, in earlier generations, Avisainim, our ancestors, Vences Geven de Aveda Mitzad Meichen Shebereish, their main Aveda entailed the thinking, the learning, the Ruchni is the Gaveda. Had sich dann gefordert zu wissen, wie er seid zu bewahren, as the Aveda soll sein, bei Eifen an Nilze, tachlis schleimus alimut. So over here, in order to correct this mistake, in order that the learning, the approach of learning should be proper. So where do you have to address this? You have to address it there in what their main occupation was, in their approach of learning. Was es verbunden mit tachlis schleimus habitl, for a person to have the proper approach of learning that he should allow his full essence to get involved in the learning. And it's not just the kayach of understanding of that function of seichel that's involved in your learning. That comes with the proper bittel. You have to learn with the proper bittel to know that it's really your essence that's, that's connected to this. It's not just your understanding. That's the main thing that has to be addressed. Nit vi by the meraglim, as this is da'a hefsik, zvishin aveide pnimis, mayach and maiseh. Unlike the mistake of the Meraglim, where they created the separation. There's the world of Aved of, Pnimis, uh, of the deeper and inner, Ruchni Zaga Aveda, and then there's the world of action. So that's in the day of Sarishayna, where the main source of their mistake is all within their Ruchni Zaga Aveda, so there it has to be corrected. The Ruchni Zaga Aveda has to be with the proper approach and the proper bitl. And we bald, as in that Aveda is in a doch, looking to Shin Ein Shevet in the Tzvetan. Here, when it comes to the Ruchni Yizig there are differences between one Shevet and another. Yet the Shevet had Zayn Derech Veshar in Aved Hashem. Every Shevet has its way, its gateway to serving Hashem. In Ruchni so you have Aved Hashem, you have Yiris Hashem, and so on. Every, every Shevet has its way. 
darf man wissen, wie zu äußern sich von dem Tos, von jedem, von dem Miraglem. So you have to know each one of the names and the mistake that each one specifically made with their personal Ruchni is the Gavayda of their Shevet. The Bavaranish by Yedah von Zeh is leiten Eif and Avayda von Zayn Shevet. You have to apply it regarding Avas Hashem, regarding Yedah Hashem and different levels in Seichel or whatever it may be. But in the Ruchni is the Gavayda, there are the, all the different names of all the different levels of how you have to apply this idea to bring it in the proper way of Bittul applied to each level. That's all regarding the Deiris Rishayim. Twelve different names with twelve different Avedis. Aber, however, in the Shpet de Gizman, in later times, Noch Rishayim Kamalachim, after the earlier generations, which the Gemara says is compared to people that are like angels, the generations are much lower and have, we have much less of an ability to learn and understand with our Seichel and so on. So the Yidin have fallen down to a very low place, like the heels of the feet. Expression that Al-Tarebbe uses in Tanya. On the Ikra Vedeh is an Asiyah. Maisa Mitzvahs. Our main occupation is in the actions, in fulfilling the Mitzvahs. Dan is nita zeyne geyet zubavarinen that taus hameraglim v'yad is noch b'shar shaymikayre. For us, it's not so important to, to explain and to give the message of the mistake of the Miraglim as it starts in its source in the Ruchni Zegavayde. In the Ravayde, in the Avayde, in the Ruchni Zegavayde. And the Rebbe here in the parentheses clarifies, Nit stam der Lernen, nor tachlus hashleim is bezeh, on in sein bittel we're talking about the mistake in their learning. Not, we're not only talking about any regular learning, but we're talking about that they didn't have the full extent and the deepest level of learning with the proper bittel that it's supposed to be. And will not come into a mitis dover anilma that a person should ne- learn completely, leaving his own ego and his own self out just to learn objectively to know what the Abish wants here and so on. Aveda fun meichen, the aveda of learning and the aveda of meichen, which was the earlier generations. Thus, in them is kochad fun shiura delay. So over here, as said before, that kind of aveda, so every person is on their level. There's a different approach and a different level of learning. No, rather, what's relevant to us, the message that we take from the mistake of the Miraglim is in the Tetzob in the Getz Avedis HaMitzvahs. Only regarding the outcome, the focus that there has to be in Mitzvahs. For us, what's relevant is the application in action. We're the generation of action. And therefore, the only message that we have to take from the Miraglim is regarding the Tetzah, the result of their mistake, that they did not want to focus on action. Now, regarding this result of their mistake, that was equal by all the Miraglim, that they didn't want to come into the, into the world of action in Teretz Yisrael. That their mistake was that you don't need the world of action. So if you look at the source of their mistake, which begins in the world of Moichin, in the world of Talmud, so there, there are 12 different names. That's the message that was relevant to them. What Rabbi Yitzchak is saying is, also be what's relevant to us is the result of their mistake, which is regarding the importance of Maise. And thus meant, also be Thus was is also be in What's relevant for us and our Aveda that we can take from the names of the Meraglim is that Indian Echod it's just one point and the equal point that's the same by all of them. But the that it's required and you must have action 
wie sie ist beschobe bei alle Jeden in alle Deiris und kein Chalukim. And this, the requirement of action, is equal by all Yidin and all generations without any differences. Therefore, that's the one thing that Rabbi Yitzchak says that we take from the Meraglim. Now we understand what it means when it says that his name, Susor, that he destroyed Hashem's actions. Which actions are we referring to, as the Rebbe asked? It refers to the Oilam Asiyah that Ebeshe created. That the world, the Yidin should construct and build the world to be a place, a dwelling for the Ebeshe. On the Rebbe, and therefore, to the Chnit Machen Maisa Mitzvahs der Eker, is Machas Vesholem, Soiser, Maisa Kadesh Baruch So if you don't make the main focus, the actions in this physical world that Ebeshe created for this purpose, you're destroying, God forbid, the action, the world that David created for this purpose. So then, this world remains a place which is destroyed, which has, which doesn't have the dwelling of the Eivishter. It's not built up to be a dwelling for the Eivishter. That's the Maisa that we're referring to over here. The Yisaitim is that we could even take this a step, a step further and say, Al Derech Chazal. Like the Yerushalmi says, A generation that did not build the Beis HaMikdosh, in their, it wasn't built in their generation, it's as if they destroyed it. So if you don't make a Dira B'Tachtayin for the Eivishter in the world, it's as if you've, you're destroying the world that the Eivishter create, creates. That's the Susur, Sosar Maisov Shel HaKadosh Baruch Which this is the equal and one message that's relevant for us to take out of the Miracle. However, one could ask the question, how is this even possible? The created the world with this purpose. The Ebishter is almighty and there's no one that could stop him of anything. How could a Yid, a created being, he can de- destroy Hashem's actions. And not allow Hashem's purpose to fulfill in every detail that's created in the world. How can a human being come and ruin and destroy Hashem's plan? Now, if Hashem's purpose of creation would have not been verbally expressed in Hashem's words, so then we can answer as it's explained in Chesidus, as we bald, the rotsness of oblivion and machshafti is barach, since Hashem's plan and desire remain, so to speak, in His thought, was his hechefun azulas velt, like thought by a person below, is removed of any other that doesn't know what he's thinking, and it's within, it's internal. So, so too, Hashem's machshav, Hashem's rotsen, is removed of creation, is a snit machriach demodem. So, this does not force us to act accordingly, it remains in a different reality. This is the Hezbo that Chesidah says regarding why Hashem's plan and Ratzin is not a contradiction to us having our own free choice. However, Hashem's desire that we should serve Him and create a Dira in this world was expressed in words. And it came out in words. Hashem's words is as powerful as action. And therefore, how can a yid destroy and ruin Hashem's plan, which was expressed in words, which is an action? That's the continuation of the Gemara. As their susur is ben atitzah from mechal sha'asa atzmei mach. 
the possibility to destroy Hashem's plan comes from the, from the fact that Hashem makes himself small. But the Pirish Apnimi in them is, so the deeper meaning of this is, as a Sretzich, Nitnar Vegender Pu'ula from Miraglim, we're not only speaking about what the Miraglim have done, that they didn't believe in Hashem's abilities, nor Vegend Kavayachal the Maibishan, it's speaking about the Ebishter himself making himself small. Today, as Ayyid, they'll have Mkhir Chavshis, so that Ayyid should have free choice. The Ebishter, so to speak, lowered himself, weakened himself. That the power of Hashem's speech should not force a person. And the Ebishter gives the Yid the possibility to do, God forbid, opposite of what Hashem wants. To the point that Yid could actually go against and destroy Hashem's plan. That's the meaning of Susur ben Michal. This is the one message that Rabbi Yitzchak said that we have to take from the Miraglam. The Tetzah of their mistake that's equal by all of the Miraglam. Now, however, one could now, if this is the only message, now you could think, only thing that we have to be worried about and concerned with in later generations, after the earlier generations, Nocha Viseno, after the generations of our ancestors, is as a, as, is as a fell in, in Maisa. That action shouldn't be lacking in action. That's it. As long as I'm in action, Maisa Bepoil, I'm doing everything the way it's demanded of me. Anything deeper beyond that in Seichel or in Middis and my feelings and my connection on a deeper level, that's irrelevant. So the Rebbe says, no, that's not true. Here comes Rabbi Yechanan and says, There is another deeper message here that we as well also have to learn from the name which means he hid over Hashem's words. What are we talking about over here when it says hiding, hiding Hashem's words? Even in our Aveda today, we also have to forewarn ourselves and we also have to see to it not to cover Hashem's words. What does this mean? We have to connect, as the Rebbe will explain, to a deeper dimension higher than Maise. Because only then could the Aved of our Maise be the way it's supposed to be. Even if the main Aved of our generation is Maise, and that is the message that Yitzchak says, equal from all the Meraglim, but for the Aved of Maisa to be the way it's demanded, we also need the deeper dimension of Dvar of Shalakadosh Baruch What is this referring to? Dvar of Shalakadosh Baruch refers to Bidvar Nasu. The Dvar Baruch As we said before, Maisa refers to the Olamah Asiyah the Eivishah created. So Dvar of Shalakadosh Baruch refers to the Eivishter's words, to the highest of the Eivishter, which is within every action, which is within Eilam HaSiyah. So we have to be careful not to hide and separate from Hashem's words, from the highest of the Eivishter, which means, as the Maisim, Muzin Zayin and Anayfin, as Menzal, in Im, Zen, Dem Dvar Avayet, Dvar of Shalakadosh Baruch Hu, Vazim Zemachayet, Dem the actions of your mitzvahs, the actions that you do, should be infused with the energy, with the dvarav, with the chayas of the Abishra in your actions. It shouldn't just be dry actions. Don't say, oh, we're the generation of actions, so we don't have to just, just action, nothing else. No. Don't hide, allow the chayas of the Abishra to flow into your actions as well. Why is that so relevant? 
aren't we the generation of action? So the Rebbe explains, well, feel mal, it was already said more than once, today, as the Dirle is Barach and Oilam Asiyah, was Yidin Bayin Durach, that Avaydu from Maisa, Zosain Alichtike. In order that this dwelling that we're building for Hashem, yes, here in action with the Maisa, that's the main place that the Dirle Betachtainim, but it's a dwelling. A dwelling has to be a beautiful, illuminated dwelling for the Abishta, not just a dark, dingy, dry place. The says as a cause, to have the revelation of the Abishta in this world. Not just the presence and the action, but also the revelation of the Abishta. Is this Durchdam was the Maisen von Ayidan Zenin Lichtige Maisen? So the actions that we do in the mitzvahs have to be infused with light, has to be infused with energy. That the person should sense what his actions are. He should sense the energy of the Eivishters in his actions. And therefore the actions will be done with a vigor, with an excitement that goes into these actions because of the Dvar Hashem that he's feeling. That's the additional requirement that Rabbi Yechenon is adding. Oh, Nachbi. Continuing what the Gemara says, what is Nachbi? Hechbi Dvarov is Ben Atoitzah von Vavsi Shepisa Amidaisav Shalakadosh Baruch Hu. So the, when a person is hiding over this chayis, over the Dvarov, over the words of the Eibishter, how does that happen? It's a result of skipping over the Eibishter's Midis. And the Gemara specifically points out the Midis of the Eibishter. Das was by Ayidin. Ken Zaychas V'Shalom. Hechbi Dvarov Shalakadosh Baruch Hu. The fact that he's hiding the Abish's words, which means he's not sensing the energy of the Abish that there is in his actions. And the actions become just simple, dry actions. He's skipping a main component of his Aveda, the Aveda of Midas, the feelings, the connection of the Midas to the Abish. Our feelings that we have in our Aveda, the Avas Hashem, the Yiris Hashem, feeling the Chayas of the Eivishter, is a result of the Eivishter's Midis that there are in the world. So therefore, how does a person come to being Nachbi that he hides the Eivishter's Chayas and he just does the, the dry Maise? It's because he's skipping the Midis of the Eivishter. If a person awakens within himself a love for Hashem, is there gili oyer lekibin nafshe? Then it is noch hechafim velt. So then that connection and that revelation that he has in his avas Hashem before he comes to action, when he's still removed of the action, get them koyach. That will, however, give him the power as oich v'mefanemtzich mitidvarim gashmi and ma'isa. That even when he comes and he's occupied with the actions, which is the main place and the main focus, zol nitzayin hechbidvarim shal kadosh baruch the Avas Hashem will also infuse energy and feeling into his actions that it should be a licht to Gedira. Yes, the, the main approach is the Maisa. We're a different generation. The main approach is Take, the main message of Rabbi Yitzchak, Echot, one approach of Maisa. But that approach of Echot, Afonu Neymar, we also have to infuse it with the Midas of the Evishter, with Avas Hashem and Yiris Hashem, that it should be a licht to Gedira. Now we can understand what Rabbi Yechonon was saying, that we as well could interpret, and this is different than what Rabbi Yitzchak said, why he's saying, Afonu Neymar. Thus was by the Meraglim, is given, Hechbi Dvarav Shalakadosh Baruch The fact that by the Meraglim they had this mistake, that they covered the Ebishter's words. By them, their mistake was they wanted to remain removed from the world. They wanted to remain in the world of Machshave. 
where the deeper thoughts of the Eibishter is there. They didn't want to come down to the world of, of speech. To see and sense the highest of the Eibishter, which is here, below, in this world. So therefore they didn't, they said, in the Welt, here in the Gashnis of the world, you see the, the highest of the Eibishter. There's much more highest of the Eibishter, Bleakville, above the world. In the world of Machshava, that's higher than here, Dvarov. That was their mistake. Their mistake is they wanted to be higher than Dvarov, Shabbat Kaddish Baruch and the Nachbi ben Ateitzah from Vavsi, Shepisa Amidaisav Shalakadish Baruchu, in their world, when they made that mistake, what was their mistake when it says that they skipped over the Abish's Midis? By Zay, the mistake of the Miraglam was, is Vazayam's Gewalt Ibish bringing the Darge from Midaisav Shalakadish Baruchu. They wanted to ignore the level of the Abish's Midis. What is the level of the Abish's Midis referred to that they wanted to ignore? Vasabin Ashaykh is Midvelt. The Midas, when I mentioned, was anafabundim it azulas. Midas refers to the level of lakos that relates to the existence of this world. Just like by a person, his emotions are connected to someone else, or a reaction and a response and a feeling that relates to an other. So too, Midas by the Abishter refers to that level of lakos, which is the source of creation. As it says in the, in the Maimah, the, the Bar Mitzvah Maimah, Benigayat, the Sheishis, Yomamasa, the creation comes from the six Midas of the Abishter. So the Meraglim said, the Midas of the Eibisha, that's a very low level. That's related to creation. They wanted to skip over that. They were interested in connecting to the level of Machshavet, to the level of Meichem that's above that, that's removed of the world. And therefore, this was the reason why there was a concealment in the Eibisha's words that actually come to create, the Eibishter created the world with the sphere of Malchus, with the Eibishter's Dibur, because they wanted the removal of all that. Machbi is Ben Vavsi. They covered over the Eibishter's words in the world. They weren't interested in connecting to this low level because they didn't even want to have the Midas. They wanted to go higher to the Meichen, to the Machshave, that they wanted to be secluded in Hecher. So here comes Rabbi Yechenen and says that we also have to apply the same message, but in the total reverse. We have to forewarn ourselves of this mistake, but in the complete opposite extreme. By us, because our main Aveda is action. That's what our generation is about. So we have to remember not to be happy and not to be satisfied with just the action. Just to be low in action. But also to elevate ourselves, to connect also to the highest of the Eibishter, the words of the Eibishter, and the middest of the Eibishter. So therefore, Rabbi Yechanan says, the message, yes, we do have to take a message from the name Nachbi Ben Vavsi, but it's different than Rabbi Yitzchak. Rabbi Yitzchak is saying that there's a tzad shaveh of all the names of the Meraglim, of the mistake of the Meraglim, that we take and apply from the Tritzah of their mistake. One message that we need, Maisa. Then Rabbi Yechelen says, the Meraglim made the mistake, they wanted to go higher. They didn't want to come down to the world of Midas or to the world of Dibur. Our mistake, we learn from there that we shouldn't remain so low. We shouldn't remain just with the world of action. We also need to include in our Avedis Hashem the Dvar of Shalakadosh Baruch Hu, and even more, the Midais of Shalakadosh Baruch Hu. 
beautiful. I mean, the way the Rebbe explained there, every single shlav, every single detail of the Gemara, it's everything is 100% meduyik and how it's so relevant and applied in our Aveda. But here, one final point. Ayid ken dochmenen, Ayid can make the following mistake. Emistake az eichen di deiris achreinim, so now we understand that even in our generations, it's required to have not only action, as Rabbi Yitzchak said, but it's also relevant and we need to infuse our Aveda with a deeper dimension of the heart and the mind to elevate that it should be a lichtige However, we are found in the generation which is very low, like the heel of a foot. Is the Aveda nit So our Aveda does not have the feelings and the connection on a deeper level. In the Pneumius, it's not real. It's not, truthful. it's not truthful. It doesn't really touch us in our heart the way it did in earlier generations. It's not real Seichel as it is in the world of ideas because that's not the world that we're in. Omidus should believe in the world of emotions to have a real hergish in the heart to feel Avas Hashem. We have the seichel and midis that are applied, that relate the, the bechain that comes from the seichel or the bechain that comes from the feelings to be applied to, to the action. But the real authentic experience of, of a world of seichel or the world of midis to have Avas Hashem that doesn't relate to us. How can we fulfill to make a dwelling for the Ebishteh? And it's demanded to have not only action, the Aveda from Talmud, but also to have the Aveda of Talmud. The Aveda from Maisa that illuminates the world of Maisa. In other words, it's not enough to have even just a level of mayach and leiv as it relates to Maisa. You have to have the actual Aveda of Talmud Mitzadatzma. Even that is also relevant for the Aveda of Dirbet Achtainim. This is an additional point, in addition to what the Rebbe said before, for that it would be enough to have a level of Ave related to the action. But the Rebbe, the Maramakim in order 55, over there it says, A person that's imprisoned cannot free himself. So therefore, to make the Dirbe Tachtainim in Maise, you must have the Aveda that's Hechefemvelt, that's above this world, in order to be able to change the world and make a Dirbe Tachtainim. But we don't have that ability, though, to lift ourselves up to that level of Aveda that's above Maisa. By us, whatever we do is all Maisa-oriented. Even our Seichel and our Midas are also related to Maisa. So how can we have that? Is there beer in them? So the answer here is, Since all Yidin of all generations are like one big body. So therefore it comes out as the Aveda from the Friede Gedeiris is their mayach v'leiv fun unzer aveda in raglayim v'akvayim. Their aveda that they have done with their minds and hearts, removed from this world on a higher level, becomes the mind and heart of our actions, of our aveda that we do here in our generation. It's one body. Obemele is in unzer aveda b'maisa ha-mitzvis, oich faran behelem di kavonas reish v'leiv ha-mitzvis. So therefore we also have today infused, there's a hidden power and our Aveda in action that contains within it the Ruchni is the power of elevating us above the Welt in our actions. This is also explained in the introduction that Rabbi Yitzchak gives to his statement 
that we have the tradition that the Meraglim's names are based on their actions. So he starts off saying about the fact that there's a tradition about all of the Meraglim, even though in the end he doesn't end up giving a lesson more than just one name. So why didn't he go directly to the lesson of that one name? Why does he start with the introduction about all the Meraglim? In our Aveda, there's only one name, one message that's relevant. As we explained, action. But everything, all the 12 names, all the different aspects of the Aveda of Aviseinu, and the Rebbe emphasizes that it's Aviseinu, it's our forefathers, and there, all the names, their names show the proper Aveda that had to be in their times, in the Ruchni Yizeg Aveda, is Mesoires B'yadeinu. This is also a tradition for us. Is Dasda B'yadeinu in Unzer Aveda. This is a tradition, this is that we get the power from their Aveda to us here today. As Rebbe explained, we're one body, and therefore whatever message and whatever there is in their Aveda is carried over and provided for us as well. Nor does his baithin from Mesaitis. A Mesaitic clawless behelem. It remains as a general tradition, it's concealed. The details of it is not exp- explained and spelled out for us because it's not something that we can handle. It can't be elevated, we can't take it out from the low Golos that we are in our generation. What we could interpret from all the names is that one message from Susur Bamichal, the action. So therefore, since we do have the power of the previous generation that's there behind us, it's the it's the behelim, uh, the kayak that's given to us. So therefore, our aveda that's done in action could accomplish nishlam the kavana. We will complete the purpose from lasses leyizbarach dira betachtein to make a dwelling for Hashem here below in this world.